Hairdressing, business, beauty, products, people, interviews, fitness, health, well-being. I'm Nathan Plumridge and welcome to Hair Life. Can you do me a favour? Hit the subscribe button or the share button wherever you can see it. Thank you. Hi and welcome back to Hair Life. I hope you're well. I hope everything in your life is uh, as you want it to be. And if it's not, we're going to help you do something about it. Now, on this week's show, I really wanted to follow up from my previous episode, which was heavily focused on my top 10 learnings of basically running a business. And I naturally thought that this show particularly would be a great one to follow on with. So I've done some research into this and I've also looked at my own failures in the business. So I thought I would share these with you. Now, I've put these in no particular order. So why do some businesses succeed when others fail? While it may seem to be a matter of luck, in reality, there are, I think, some really common mistakes that kill so many businesses even before they get off the ground. So let's give your new salon or your new startup or your new business basically a fighting chance by avoiding these top 10 startup mishaps. Okay, so for me, number one, this is growing too fast. Now, while growing your salon is, in my mind, a truly desirable thing to do, kind of overexpansion can also be a serious error. Wanting to be the biggest salon around or have your next franchise model or even developing a new branded salon product and then trying to bring to market. That whole scenario can then be taking on an added additional overhead, and that can ultimately spur you to overextend your business financially. And I know this definitely because I've done this. And it is tough. I mean, set yourself for me, some really realistic goals and expand only if your needs dictate it. Okay, so this is a big one. Growing too fast. Number two for me would be failing to track your finances. So let's look at your business and look at the businesses that do fail. You will ultimately find out that many of them took on too much debt. For me, learn to pay strict attention to your finances. I spoke about this last week. It's all about math and keeping careful records of all your money coming in and going out. This is definitely an easy trap to get into because it naturally follows on from growing too fast. But also situations like the pandemic can lead to you sometimes having to to take on financial risks. But make sure you're very, very clear about your finances, particularly at the beginning phase. All right. I think this will be a big one for every single person that is in that startup time. Now, overspending. I've done this a lot. I get told off from my team a lot. I get told off from my wife a lot. Overexpanding, overspending. Now, I think many new salon owners, barbers, etc., 
they burn through that startup capital before they actually get into a cash flow sort of positive situation. And I think this happens because probably the misconceptions about how salon businesses operate, you know, you might have a really great week and you think you're kind of living the dream, but then you may have two quiet weeks and suddenly you go into absolute panic mode. And if you're just starting out, for me now, if I was going to look back and do anything, I would seek out seasoned salon owners, uh, certainly within the business or other business owners, and pick their brains, turn to them for the advice before making kind of big expenditures. Because I think sometimes it's very easy to sort of just rush in and spend money that is unnecessary. As I said, I've done this and I think probably even to this day, I still do it. But it's one of the things that I think is a continuous learning phase. So overspending. This is something that definitely hit hard during the sort of pandemic era. Now, for me, this was a lack of reserve capital. So ultimately, be prepared for unexpected increases in the costs of things like utilities, materials and your labour. Make sure you keep enough reserve cash to carry you through tough times and season slowdowns or pandemics. And again, this was particularly important for right now because every salon and every business is being affected by huge cost increases. So if you can try and put at least, you know, 5% away every week, just as rainy day money, just to help you, because having a reserve capital pot was definitely what helped us as a business get through that pandemic phase. And ultimately, when you look at the amount of salons that have now gone, which was somewhere in the region of eight and a half thousand, I think it was during that phase, there's probably still a lot more to go, uh, certainly even in the next year ahead. So if I can help you right now, make sure you put that little bit of rainy day money aside. Now, a big part of our growth has been this, and this is poor choice of location. For me, don't let a cheap lease tempt you into choosing the wrong location. Consider your competition. You know, have a good look around, like how many similar salon businesses are there located nearby? Is it accessible? Is the area like really well served by great road access? And is there plenty of public transport? Is there good footfall? Is there free parking? Or is there something at least near you? Because the thing is, ultimately, take the hairdressing business. People, I don't think, want to walk too far, potentially, when they've just had, you know, a £200, £250 cut and colour. They don't want to go too far, particularly if it's not great weather. So if you've got the benefit of a free parking location or parking outside, this would ultimately be an ideal location. And it has ultimately been a key, key part of the growth of my business because we have plenty of free parking and it takes away that pressure because it's also a very big financial pressure with additional costs. Everywhere we go now, parking has increased 
dramatically. And if you start adding another 15 pounds, sort of 20 quid parking bill on top of what you're already charging, this may affect you. So really make sure you look at your location. Big one for me, this poor execution. Now, I mean, this poor guest services and overall team incompetence will quickly sink your business. And I mean that because make sure your team place a huge amount on delivering a premium guest service. You know, make sure as an owner or as a manager, you really develop systems and processes for how tasks should be accomplished and create internal measures to monitor them. For me, create a blueprint or a recipe that can be followed by everyone to the letter. So you can get all the right ingredients to be able to deliver an incredible service. And this is particularly a big one for anybody now that's starting up their salon. All right. Anybody, hairdressing, beauty, fitness, because it is all about service. All right. Now, number seven for me was an inadequate business plan. Now, a one year, a two year, a three year, five year plan that is well thought out will force you to think about the future and the challenges that you're going to face. It also forces you to consider your own financial needs, your marketing, your management plans, and your competition. Also, your overall strategy. Remember that creating strategies or recipes for every part of your business that can be followed will be a huge benefit to your team. It's exactly like baking a cake. You know, treat your business like baking a cake. Create a recipe for what you want it to look like and taste like that your team can literally follow to the letter because that will enable you to achieve your goals. So make sure you've really got a strong business plan and keep chasing it. Like it does change. Your plan will always change. And again, this leads me into number eight, failing to adapt and pivot with the, with the times ahead. Now, the ability to recognize opportunities and be flexible enough to adapt is crucial to surviving and ultimately thriving. Learn how to wear, you know, multiple hats, because as a boss, you've got to be be able to respond nimbly and also develop new areas of expertise in your salon. Look at what additional services you could offer, like what's on trend? What do your guests want? Ask them and ask them consistently. This was part of my biggest learning, but it's also one of your biggest failures for most businesses is not adapting quick enough when the market asks you to. And I think let's look back at those businesses, particularly the high street. The high street was a prime example of companies that did not adapt quick enough, either before the pandemic and after the pandemic, which is why a lot of those big names, big household names have gone because, because they were big, they couldn't adapt and they couldn't pivot quickly. So as a small business, this is your opportunity to be able to react and bounce nice and quick. OK, so make sure adapt and pivot. Now, ineffective and inadequate marketing. Our guests 
they can't do business with you if they don't know that you're there. It doesn't cost a lot to advertise and promote your business through online marketing, social media, email, local searches, reviews, and so much more. There is so much opportunity now for you to stand out with so many free and cheap advertising tools. Don't forget, use them wisely and spend time really looking at your audience, but also look at how your audience perceives you. Truly spend time on how you look from the outside. Do you attract your target audience? Because that will be a big, big win for you if the perception that your perfect guest can see what your business is all about. All right. So that's number nine. Now, number 10, underestimating the competition. Now, your competition can be an effective source of business, but customer loyalty doesn't just happen. You have to earn it. All right. Watch your competition and stay one step ahead of them. If you don't take care of your guests, your competition will. Remember, now more than ever, the hair industry is all about the guest experience. So if you see someone doing something that you think will help you grow your business, then do it. All right. Because Every single sort of piece of information or everything that goes on now is copied in some form or another. Hey, I've taken information for the research for this. All right. But this is also what's enabled me to put this show together because there's so much information out there. And actually, this is based on statistics of businesses worldwide. But when you really break it down, these are the 10 main reasons. But number 10 there, underestimating your competition. Never do that. Never be afraid to copy somebody else. It could be the fact that you turn your Thursday night into a thirsty Thursday and maybe you give a glass of Prosecco or it could be, you know, some olives and strawberries or it could be that every client has a hand massage when they come in. If you've got the team members to be able to do it. It could be a new loyalty system that maybe a salon down the road does, or it could be a permanent discount on your product because actually your margin is sufficient and maybe giving 10% away on every product that you sell all the time could be a massive benefit to your business. That's something that we've done because we just want our guests to be using professional products in the salon. Now, I have really, really enjoyed putting this show together and it has given me ultimately another insight into our industry, but also business in general. Now, remember, I am here to help. I am here to share things that I'm learning each and every day. So please remember to let me know what you want to yeah, what you want to hear on the show, because this is what it is all about. This is all about creating a tribe of people that can share ideas and grow. And this show is starting to grow, which is fantastic. I'm excited about where it's going. So remember, I always appreciate a review. Uh, I also appreciate when you really share the show, which is an amazing thing. So put it out there. If you'd love to follow me on Instagram, you can just go to nathan.hairlife or send me your requests also uh, by emailing me, which is nathan at hairlifeshow.com or just give me a review and you can put your comments in there. So Here we go. 
Thanks again. And I will see you next time on Hair Life. Take care.